This is Bare Naked Worship, and I am Donna. And today I want to share my mm, mission or creed, I'm not sure, manifesto. And it's called, I Wish to be Buried in Rain Boots. And I thought of it today as I was walking my three dogs. And I was just comfortable. I, I woke up and they wanted to go out. It was a beautiful, it is a beautiful morning. And I grabbed my yellow chicken rain boots and I was wearing a sleeveless summer dress that's just comfy, actually that I slept in. And I pulled on a thick, warm cardigan and didn't brush my hair, no makeup. And off I set with my tribe, my family, my dogs. And we had the most delightful walk. It was so amazing. I did notice that I got a lot of stares as I walked by. Some were disapproving, but some were friendly. And usually the ones that were friendly that waved at me were young people, a couple of uh, a white guy with dreads, um, a girl with purple hair, and an old woman, a crone, older than I am even, which is really advanced in age, with equally gray hair and um, just the tiniest little elf body. She was just so cute, but she also stopped to ask me if they were all my dogs. I said, yep, this is my tribe, this is my family, and she nodded approvingly, so I knew that she was a kindred spirit. So this poem, or whatever it is called, popped into my head, and I want to share it with you. I wish to be buried in my rain boots, preferably the yellow ones with chickens scattered about, but I'll take any red, green. I have black and white polka dots. I have zebra striped rain boots with purple purple um, laces that I got in LA on a trip with my daughter Zoe at a cute little thrift shop. It doesn't really matter which pair you choose, but I'd like to be married, buried in rain boots. I would like to wear a simple dress, preferably something sleeveless in case I'm hot in the afterlife, but I also want a thick warm cardigan because I like to layer. Sometimes I get really cold and hot in the same hour. Please don't brush my hair. I don't want it brushed and I don't want makeup because when I meet my maker, I really want him to see me in as close to the original package as I, as I first arrived here on earth sans makeup also i want to be true and authentic to who i am and this is who i am and when i was walking today suddenly so many questions were answered on the walk for example i've been very stressed over the fact that i'm not a domestic genius i'm just not i have very 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 much trouble keeping my little house straight and especially with seven animals in tow it's hard for me because they are themselves and I am myself. I have a couple of daughters that stop in from time to time and one that lives with me full time. And we constantly stress and fret ourselves about the condition of the house because we want in some ways to be more like conventional others, people who have maids or who just are naturally good at housekeeping. I'm not. My girls are better at it than I am, but they have their own lives. Zoe is right now in Bali or Sri Lanka or India, wherever her heart has taken her at the moment. 
Chloe has gone back to Florida, South Florida, with her boyfriend and her teaching job. Caroline is still here with me, thankfully, but she's often, sometimes five days a week, with her boyfriend in a town about an hour away near her school, her job, and her internship to be. So I'm often here alone in this little old house with its hardwood floors and its creaky doors and its windows that don't fit the frames. I sometimes come home from work and I plop in the in my favorite soft red leather chair, one that we borrowed from their dad, Jeff, and it has a matching soft, large, oversized red leather ottoman. And I love to plop my feet, often clad in rain boots, on it while I watch endless shows on television. Just something to relax and forget about reality for a brief moment. Usually I have a, 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 a little colorful dip tray with um, salsa and, and chips to enjoy while I'm watching. Sometimes I have a treat like a chocolate bar or strawberry breakfast bar, something. I just enjoy my life. I enjoy who I am. I don't have a boyfriend currently and I don't want one unless I can find one who would consider me absolutely, perfectly, 100% beautiful as I am, as is. For example, as I was walking today with my must hair and my rain boots and my dress, my little cardigan, I, re I really felt beautiful in that moment. And I know that I looked eccentric. I know that I looked absolutely ridiculous, a mess of a woman, but I thought that if I met a man who saw me on the road, dressed like that with my three unkempt dogs, if he would see me and my unkempt self and he would say, oh, there goes a beautiful woman, then I would know that he was the man that I was meant to marry and live with forever. Because he would see me as is and he would love me as is and he would find me simply beautiful as I am, which is actually how I most often appreciate myself. When I do try to impress, put on a little makeup, disregard the fact that allergies will make the mascara run within minutes, um, fully aware that no matter how hard I try, I can't erase the lines that years have added to my face or disguise the plumpness that has come about through one too many bowls of chips and dip chips and salsa. Um, when I do try that, I sometimes feel that I belong more in regular society and that perhaps someone will find me attractive and I dare say ask me on a date. But I don't feel beautiful that way and so I don't want to live with someone who would require that sort of upkeep. And I'm talking minimal upkeep, mind you. I'm just saying I just really want to be free 
I'm 59 and 59 has not been the best of years, but this 2020 is the year that I will turn 60. And there's a magic to that number. I, for some reason, having been born in 1960, have always found a certain joy and satisfaction in the years when I was 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, and now 60. I just like the round numbers. It just seems satisfyingly whole to me. So if I make it to my 60th birthday, I am going to be so thrilled because I have many, many goals, all of which have an end date of 62760. I'm I'm sorry, 627 2020. 2020, it's perfect vision. 2020 is the year for me of plenty of abundance, of perfect vision for the future. I want to embrace who I am and I want to be so myself that really this whole lifetime that I've spent in indecision and worry and what is God's will for my life? What is the right thing to do? What should I do? I want all that to be tabled in favor of what do I want to do? What do I feel God has placed inside of me that I can express to this hungry, hurting world? This world that we live in, it's broken. It is broken. We all know that. You can't wake up in the morning and listen to the news for five minutes without realizing that this world that we live in is is almost irretrievably broken. We have child abuse. We have sex trafficking. We have animal abuse and abandonment. We have husbands leaving wives and wives leaving husbands. We have fractured families. We have children who are growing up without stability. Some children don't know if they're going to have dinner that night. Some people are lonely and living alone and um, desperately wishing that even one person would notice them. We have women, particularly in their 50s and beyond, who are absolutely rendered invisible by the um, mores and values and standards placed upon them by a society that values youth overall. If you're young, you're awesome. If you're beautiful, you're awesome. If you're thin, you're awesome. But if you are a middle-aged woman with some fat around your middle, if you have gray hair, if you have um, less than perfect style, you're often not even seen anymore, which, which is a paradox. On the one hand, it is daunting to realize that people don't even see you. They literally do not see you. And if they do, they disregard you as meaningless and insignificant. Oh, she's old. Oh, that old woman. Oh, the old woman that lives down the street, the one that walks her dogs. Yeah, she wears rain boots almost every day, rain or shine. So in one sense, that can be a little bit uh, saddening, I guess. But on the other hand, I wish to tell all of my women friends who are who are in the same boat paddling along or drifting along the sea with me, we have been given an extraordinary power. Invisibility yields power. 
Because when you're invisible, you are not being monitored, you're not being sanctioned, you're not being criticized, because they honestly, they don't see you. They do not see you at all. So because they don't see you, they can't judge you. So you have this limitless freedom to do and be whatever you want to do and be. So I say, go for it. You've always wanted to wear purple hair? Go to the store and pick up a box of purple dye. Dye your hair and go straight away to your favorite restaurant and eat. You may not be noticed at all, so there's no danger and no risk. Or perhaps on this day with your purple hair, in spite of your age and in spite of your, your, your wrinkles and your grayness, you will be noticed. Someone will see you and someone will approach you and compliment your hair. Or maybe they'll laugh at you behind your back. You'll see menus raised and, and eyes discreetly peering over the top of the menu while hushed whispers are, are, are exchanged or maybe some quiet laughter. But at least you've been seen. I believe with all of my heart that I am living in the best time of my life right now. My children have grown and I am so grateful and thankful. And I know that not everyone can say this and I have compassion and heartache for those who cannot. But I do know this, all of the worries, and there were so many, as my three beautiful daughters were growing up, I feared so many things for them. I feared that they would fall into drug use. I feared that they would, they might not make it to, to adulthood with all the different childhood fevers and illnesses and problems that we experienced. Chloe's epilepsy. I was so afraid that my children wouldn't make it because I loved them so much and my fear of losing them was so great. Sometimes I felt my own heart would stop with the, with the hugeness of my fear of losing my children. But I thank God that somehow he spared my my little girls, my family and I, and they are grown. In two days, let's see, Fridays, in three days, my baby, my Caroline will be 21 years old. 21, where have these years gone? I can hardly believe it. I can hardly believe it that she will be 21 years old. Her sister Chloe is 23 and her sister Zoe is 26. Chloe, uh, Zoe will be 27 in March and Chloe will be 24 in September. But this is the beauty of it. These children are raised and they have turned out, oh, n- no mother could wish for more. They're loving to me. They're loving to one another. They contact me. We contact each other. We are close. We understand each other. And and I've produced three fairies. I've produced three mermaids. I've produced three geniuses. I've produced three compassionate, lively, intelligent, bright, creative, adorable young women who are going to grace this broken world in three uniquely amazing ways. I have no doubt that my three daughters will march into this world carrying with them their own talents, ambitions, their strengths, and I know with no doubt whatsoever in my mind that these three girls are going to bless 
the heck out of planet Earth and her inhabitants. My girls are going to just shine. They already do. They've been shining since they were born. And they'll continue to shine. And when I'm gone, what people will know about me, they will know from these three beautiful girls. So that's what I mean by wanting my life to have authenticity. I want people to know what was most important to me. And what's most important to me is God, my faith, my three amazing daughters, and my pets. Those are the most important things in my life. I love my family and I love my friends. And they're very, very important to me. But the most, the thing that keeps my heart pumping, keeps me breathing every day, the thing that calms me when I'm terrified at night, the thing that helps me when I think I'm old and I don't have any money and am I going to end up in a shelter? That's possible. I hope not unless I find one that will allow me to bring my animals. Because I read somewhere about a person who said they would rather they would rather die than than go into a shelter and leave their animals and I totally 100% resonated with that because I feel the same way. I just love my I can't leave them. I can't leave them behind. So if and it's certainly when, because there will be a when, one day I will leave this earth. And when I do, I pray that you who have the power to orchestrate my funeral, I pray that you have listened to this. And I believe I'll have to write this down as a curious sort of will that I'll give to my children. Because I want you, I wish for you, I wish you to bury me in my rain boots. Again, in a simple dress, preferably sleeveless so I don't get hot in the afterlife with a thick warm cardigan I don't want you to brush my hair and I do not want makeup applied please I want to go as is and when I wake up on the other side which I believe I will do and I meet my father God and his son Jesus Christ who's my best friend when I meet them I want to be familiar to them I want to go back the way I came in No makeup, just me.